0: 702. 702 for the curious on 92.7 and
1: 106 FM. Good evening, Prof, and thank you for joining us this evening. Yes, good evening, Gashel. Nice to be on your show. Great stuff. Prof, uh, prof I mean, it's it's actually quite startling. I just received a WhatsApp now um, from someone um, who will remain anonymous who told me that he bought a carton of Paul Mall red cigarettes for 2000 rands that would make it approximately 200 rands a pack of cigarettes i mean the the prices are getting out of hand but at the very same time it's not as if uh there is no supply there's definitely a supply to demand based on the study that finds that almost all smokers have had access to cigarettes albeit at a very high price
0: absolutely and that's exactly what we found so we did a survey of about twelve thousand smokers yeah. And uh, we found that 90% of them indicated that they had been able to purchase cigarettes uh, at highly inflated prices. In fact, so during the time that we ran the survey, which was from the 29th of April to the 11th of May, over that period, the price per day increased by 4.4%. So, over that less than two-week period, we see that prices actually increased by something like 50%. Uh, we did not pick up many prices of 2,000 rand uh, a carton during that time period, Mm -hmm. a small number. But generally speaking, uh, prices were very, very inflated and, in fact, uh, on average about 90% more uh, than what they were in the pre-lockdown period. But we don't actually know what happened since the 11th of May because our survey closed at that point in time. Uh, So it is possible that uh, those kind of prices are being uh, achieved in the market. And it's uh, very, very disturbing.
1: Prof, I mean, we have a serious problem on our hands here because what has happened is that we're seeing a thriving black market. Now, there's a couple of things that I want to touch on on that issue because we're already short of time because of the technical glitch that we had in getting a hold of you earlier on. Um, uh, so so I'm going to rush through a lot of what, uh, what I wanted to discuss with you. But part of what I'm worried about is that, A, we're seeing a lot of new brands that very many South Africans aren't uh, familiar with and, and aware of. Apart from that, these brands seem to have very different dosages of nicotine and tar. Um, that, for me, is the first concern. Second to that, uh, the fact of the matter is ordinary people. So, so obviously, uh, people who ordinarily would have had stock or people who ordinarily would be selling uh, cigarettes legally, uh, seemingly, uh, many of them have now their, their, their behavior The trade has turned them into pseudo criminals because they're busy selling cigarettes which shouldn't be sold, but at, uh, you know, very high prices. But, uh, you know, it's, it's still the development of a black market. Are we going to be able to get rid of this black market post lockdown, especially with the introduction of these new funny brands? Yeah,
0: so that is anybody's guess. Uh, If I can just take you back for a small moment, uh, we've been experiencing a very significant illicit trade problem in South Africa since about 2010. Uh, It became increasingly bad since 2014. Uh, It probably went up to about 30% of the total market in 20. 2017 uh, and 2018. Uh, all indications are that in 2019, South African Revenue Services was in fact starting to win the war against illicit trade and illicit trade probably reduced to between 20 and 25% in 2019. What is happening now is uh, a complete reversal of the reversal of illicit trade and we see that illicit trade is probably going to be increasing and what makes it more disturbing is that it's likely that more illicit traders are coming into the market We've I let the genie out of the bottle and it's going to be very difficult for SARS to put the genie back into the bottle after the lockdown is over and after the whole crisis has passed.
1: So, I mean, ultimately, because I understand that we had a problem with an illicit trade, which, which for me still is, is something quite interesting. And I'd just like to know who... Uh, who are the uh, who were ultimately the supporters? Obviously, I'm not by name, but who would be supporting that illicit trade considering that cigarettes, by far and large, under normal circumstances, I guess, without COVID-19 being in the picture and level five and level four being, um, you know, in terms of lockdown being in the picture, ordinarily cigarettes are on sale uh, for people over the age of 18. You can walk into any supermarket, any garage, any retailer for that matter, and purchase yourself a pack of cigarettes without any issues. Uh, now it seems that all smokers, especially if you're saying that 90% of smokers still have access to cigarettes during the, local, uh, the lockdown, albeit at inflated prices. The fact of the matter is, is that what you've done now is a small proportion of smokers who would have been accessing illicitly traded cigarettes seemingly have now exploded to a much bigger number of people. Or Am I, am I looking at this too simplistically?
0: No, not at all. And I, I think it's safe enough to say that the tobacco business uh, internationally and also in South Africa have got many skeletons in the closet. Uh, pretty much all industries have got some form of skeleton in the closet uh, just by virtue of the history and of the way that they do their business. But I think the tobacco industry, more than other industries, have got more skeletons in their closet. There are no key players in the tobacco industry, including the multinational corporations and including the uh, small local producers and the upcoming local producers. What we do see is that there has been a very significant increase in the uh, number of cigarettes sold by local producers in South Africa. I'm not going to mention brands, I'm not going to mention companies, but these are the non multinationals that have come into the market. At the same time, we also see that a fair amount of cigarettes are still being sold that are brands of the multinationals. So somehow this it's getting into the market. Uh, and this is all illicit uh, in cigarettes by virtue of the fact that they are not supposed to have been sold during this time period. At the same time, you've got a desperate clientele who uh, have run out of stock. They might have uh, built up stock during the pre-lockdown period, but mm. they were probably only thinking it's going to last for three weeks. After those three weeks, they ran out of stock, became increasingly desperate, and have gone into the illicit market. At the same time, I also just want to mention that some people have actually successfully quit smoking during this period. I think it would be unfair to say that everybody is buying cigarettes. Of the 90% of people who have bought cigarettes are the people who have not quit. Approximately 16%, according to our survey of smokers who were smoking before the lockdown, Mm. have in fact indicated that they have quit successfully during this lockdown period. So one has to acknowledge at least that, but... Of the 84% of people who have not been uh, able to quit during the lockdown period, 90% of them have indicated that they have bought cigarettes.
1: No, that's absolutely. Let's look at who are the people selling? Because obviously, I I guess uh, a lot of memes, I'm sure you saw all the memes doing the rounds uh, pre uh, lockdown of of people buying, um, uh, I think, sanitizer and toilet paper on the side of the road from dingy people. I guess that's the idea that we have of the the people selling cigarettes at this point in time. But who are they? Where are we seeing people purchasing their cigarettes at the stage?
0: Yes, so that's a good question. And uh, we actually asked this of our respondents. Uh, before the lockdown, most of the sales took place either through formal retail outlets or through the spaza shops. At least 80% of cigarettes were sold through those two outlets. Mm. Since then, we see that the um, market has become completely informal. Very few uh, cigarettes are being sold through the formal outlets. Something like 3% of respondents indicated that they was, uh, bought cigarettes through formal outlets. Uh, the market share of spa shops has increased dramatically. And you also see that there's been a very strong development of um, outlets that never existed before. For instance, WhatsApp groups, uh, other mm. online purchases, working through essential workers who were able to go out and buying from family and friends. Mm. Uh, those have all become uh, very significantly new um, outlet groups. Under the category of other, we ask respondents are there any other ways of buying cigarettes? And about 4% of respondents indicated quite uh, blatantly they bought it either from uh, drug smugglers or from illicit cigarette traders or what they call black market traders. So uh, people are desperate to be able to get cigarettes and they are able or, or they are willing and able to approach these people that would be regarded generally as quite
1: unsafe so as a final question for you, Prof, I mean, what does this ultimately mean, um, you know, when we talk about the cigarette trade going forward? The assumption at this stage, I mean, unless, of course, we have another uh, interesting surprise coming through from the Minister of Cocteau and, and you know, the the command uh, council, but it, I guess a lot of people are expecting that at level three, uh, the sale of, of of tobacco would probably take off again. Um, what does this do then to already, as you said, uh, a market or not a market, but but an, an industry that's already covered in a dark cloud? What does it do to it this current issue that we have with this lockdown and this black market that seems to be burgeoning?
0: Yes, thank you, Goshwell. So uh, I think it's important to uh, just note that our research is often focused, uh, is very much focused towards public health. We want to promote public health. We are not pro-smoking. We are, in fact, Mm. very strongly anti-smoking, but we are sympathetic to the plight of smokers. And um, I think the important lesson from this particular study is that the current lockdown in its current format uh, has gone way past its sell-by date the initial lockdown and the initial uh, ban on cigarette sales for the first three or even the first five weeks might have been helpful in achieving some form of public health aim. And I think we need to recognize that. However, once we moved past that point and we had the opportunity to allow cigarettes to be sold during level four lockdown, uh, that chance was squandered. And um, uh, we see that there's a very, very large increase in the illicit trade market right now. I, really hope that uh, under level three lockdown, cigarette sales would be uh, allowed uh, to be sold because uh, it's not achieving anything at this moment in time. Everybody is able, practically everybody is able to buy cigarettes. They are doing so. The government is losing money in the process and we are not really achieving the aims that we are trying to achieve by uh, what is uh, initially intended to be a good public health uh, outcome. It has been into something that has become economically unsustainable and it's actually um, producing illicit traders that Mm -hmm. we're going to be having with us for months and years to come even after uh, things have
1: normalized. Prof, you spoke about the money. Obviously, we can't put money at the center of this. We can't say people must smoke just to be able to fund government through, ta- through uh, taxes. But unfortunately, people have continued to smoke without being able to give the money back to government. Do we have an idea of how much has been lost, especially coming from a context of government has been expending a hell of a lot of money in an effort to obviously provide a safety net for many South Africans who do not have, um, uh, you know, access to income, access to uh, being able to work at this or trade or, or work uh, during this very difficult period. Do we have any idea of how much we've lost tax-wise?
0: Yes, probably. So uh, the government was expecting to collect approximately fourteen billion rand worth of excise taxes just from tobacco products during the 2020-21 uh, uh, financial year. Uh, that works out at about 1.2 billion rand per month. Uh, that sounds like a lot of money for any, any individual, but from a government total revenue perspective, it's only about 1%. So one mustn't exaggerate the amount of revenue that the government gets from tobacco taxes. At the same time, uh, to just throw money away is not smart. And uh, we find, or our estimates are, that the government is using in the order of 1.2 billion cigarettes per month of uh, additional months that the lockdown is continuing, mm, or, rather okay. the, uh, or, or
1: rather, the ban on cigarettes is continuing. 900%. I hear what you're saying. That's 1.2 billion rands per month, uh, whilst this ban is in uh, this ban is in place. Correct. Thank you so much. There, that was uh, Professor Corne van Valbierk. Uh, Valbier. He's a director of research on the economics of excisable products. Um, and that is at the University of Cape Town. I I find that very interesting and very shocking. 90% of smokers, 16% of smokers have successfully given up of those surveyed Um, have given up during this lockdown period. However, um, you know, 90% of those who continue to smoke have been able to access uh, cigarettes. And, of course, you also have to take into account that there might be some who are scared of acknowledging the fact that they had access to to cigarettes during this uh, period of lockdown. I find that absolutely stunning, those numbers, as well as uh, 1.2 billion. And, uh, yes, only 1% of total revenue in terms of government losing at this particular point in time. But, and this is the big but for me, um, are we in a position where a government can even afford to lose up to 1% uh, during a period where you see a massive, massive expenditure going out uh, in an effort to support people who are obviously going through difficult and hard times? That, for me, is a tough question.